episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you want better mental health? Then BetterHelp is for you. It is affordable, accessible, and most importantly, personalized online therapy. There is a special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash the Lucy Pod. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Please remember that the Lucy Pod is not a replacement for professional medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your own amazing brain, please speak to a medical professional. I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I speak to you all today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lucy Pod. I hope that you are all well and are staying safe. Uh, I don't sound very impressed or very happy like I usually am and it's because this is the fifth time I've tried to record uh, this episode. Uh, It kept cutting out because of storage. I kept going back and deleting files uh, and I'm just gonna pray that it doesn't cut me halfway and say no storage and delete the episode. So this is very frustrating. It's late. I would like to watch Real Housewives and have ice cream and be done but I'm gonna have to be recording this for the fifth time which I love recording the Lucy pod but not five times. It gets very boring. It's a lot to get through. This episode is going to be a lot. So I'm not too happy, but let's stop complaining and let's get into it straight away. So I want to say, I hope that you all enjoyed my previous episode all about therapy. I hope that you found it interesting, helpful, or maybe that it even convinced you to start therapy or to go back to therapy. In fact, That episode was a form of hypnosis to get you to go to therapy. So I was actually doing therapy while talking about therapy to get you to go to therapy. See what I did there? It's a therapy inception session. Not funny. Anyway, so speaking of therapy, uh, getting rid of TikTok was one of the best things that I did for my brain. And by getting rid of it, I mean permanently. I have not downloaded it or used it in any capacity since September 2022. Uh, When I'm bored and I'm having one of those days, I do try to find ways to justify re-downloading it, but I don't. And I always like have to quantify and say, you know, even though I deleted it, it's a great app. I miss it. But I'm going to come out and say that TikTok is a cesspool. It is a joke and it is a terrible app. And I don't want to sound like those anti-social media people and be like, social media are bad reading good. But TikTok is not good for your brain. It is an algorithm of hell. It is chronically online. Nothing on there is particularly valid, interesting, riveting, philosophical, nuanced, and it's a complete joke of a bloody app. Uh, And if you want to do yourself a favor, I recommend you get off it because it's just terrible. And the final thing is I don't like the way that ADHD and neurodiversity is represented and discussed on the app. Now, before we explore this question and this topic, I do want to say that when I say you should delete TikTok, it's a terrible app. Obviously, you do what you want. I'm not calling for the banning of TikTok. I'm not saying that you should get rid of it and that if you do use it, you're a bad person. But what I'm hoping is that this conversation 
opens up a dialogue and makes it that when you are engaging in ADHD TikTok, you have a more critical eye and you don't just consume it constantly and sort of let it take over. You look at it and are a bit more critical and a bit more nuanced um, because obviously people are going to do what they want. Uh, If you are a TikToker, uh, you can stay. I mean, I don't think this should upset you. And if you like actually get upset by me bagging TikTok because you're on it, like as a creator or you use it a lot, uh, I don't know what to say. Therapy is a great thing. And I'm not being sarcastic when I say that, but if you genuinely are upset by what's presented here, then maybe go on to go, go to therapy because like attaching yourself to an app that is so bad. I, I question what that could do to you. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where we're going. Um, with this. And I also want to make it clear that I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, everyone's got ADHD nowadays. And back in the day, we wouldn't have it because children were raised right. I'm not on that train. I'm more on the train of how neurodiversity has become such a thing on TikTok and how I don't like the way it's talked about and how it's represented. Um, I'm not going to be like shady and reference and name specific creators and individuals. Uh, because I'm not a real housewife. So when I reference videos, when I say the word videos, I am talking about specific creators and videos, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not into that. I just want to put it out there that I'm not starting a war. I'm actually wanting to start a conversation, which sounds super wanky. I'm not starting a war. I'm starting a conversation. I'm playing devil's advocate. No, but really I'm not like here to start a war and like target people because I think a lot of ADHD creators are not doing anything malicious and they're all quite lovely. It's just sort of the larger issue that it, that I have, like the way people consume it um, and sort of the carelessness of some of the creators and the way they put out content well-meaning, but they don't sort of, they don't do their due diligence, I feel. So those are the disclaimers out of the way. Ah, let's, Let's get into the episode. So during my time on TikTok, I was on TikTok for a long time. I had the app. I got it the minute I got home from my exchange in 2020 and had it all up to September 2022. Uh, I was obsessed with it in lockdown. I was on it all all the time. I can safely say I was on it every day. Um, And during that, I, I noticed that there was or is, there is a very large neurodivergent community, in particular an ADHD community. And, you know, some of it was really nice. There were relatable videos and skits, also some, you know, advice videos and people just being themselves, which is really nice to see. And I think it's important to have spaces for people online and in person to come together and to sort of bond over whatever it is, um, like that they are, whether that be, you know, autistic, ADHD or having a mental health issue. I think it's really good to have online support. It does make people feel less alone and it makes you feel seen um, and it makes you develop friendships and relationships, which can be hard to do if you're surrounded by neurotypicals or you find it hard to befriend neurotypicals. I think it's great to have a community online that understands you Um, It can be really beneficial and it doesn't cure ADHD, but it can drastically like improve your outlook on it. Uh, Community is important. We go on about it and sort of like this abstract term, but 
if you think about it, like grief support groups, parent support groups, um, they're very helpful. And I'm not trying to say that TikTok is in any way like a form of therapy, but during lockdown, a lot of ADHDers felt seen, held and loved by the community. And I do think that's very nice um, in a certain way. And for the most part, the community is pretty wholesome. Like I wouldn't say that there's anything or anyone outright insidious or horrible apart from, you know, the issues I'm going to address. Uh, you know, there's those few nasty comments people leave who are just trying to sort of get a rise out of the creator. But for the most part, I I want to say it's a pretty good community. It's not as messed up as the political community on TikTok. Um, and I just mentioned that I do want to go on a little side tangent. Um, I find it a bit funny and confusing and a bit of an oxymoron that people are trying or having political conversations and sociological and philosophical conversations on an app like TikTok, knowing what we know about sort of the government and actors that it is run by and how corrupt they are. I just find it funny that people think that it's like this great arena to have political conversations. Like for me, it's like having like a human rights convention in an authoritarian regime. It's just a bit ridiculous. But if you love consuming political TikTok or you're on it and you've learned a few things, I good good on you. Um, but I would recommend like reading the news, reading papers, um, listening to political podcasts with like actual people in the field rather than men with a microphone um, like saying things like, I just don't like women and like historically women are just crap. Like I just think you should expand and it doesn't count if it's Jordan Peterson reposts. Um, I think you should expand. But anyway, that's a side tangent. The issue that I have with the community is that like there's nothing inherently wrong with having relatable ADHD videos. We like things that are relatable. Like it's in the word. We like things that we relate to. It makes you feel like seen, heard. Um, it's good, right? But where it gets problematic for me is when people start giving the sort of lowdown on ADHD and by that I mean videos like you might be ADHD if you do this or 10 things that show your ADHD or 10 ADHD tips to hack your ADHD. Those are the sort of things that uh, start to get me a bit worried. Uh, and you might say, well, what's the Lucy pod then? Like you're talking about ADHD, you represent ADHD in a certain way. But if you're not being obtuse and you actually listen to my videos, my videos, my podcasts, you know that the Lucy Pod is a platform where I am able to share my experiences as a young girl with ADHD. I share resources and I talk to other people. It's a sharing platform to talk about not only our personal experiences with ADHD, but also in general terms, um, talking about neurodiversity in general. Uh, and I would like anyone to find a snippet of me saying, if you do this, you might be ADHD or here are 10 things you can do to improve your ADHD and et cetera, et cetera. I just don't do that. I don't position myself as an expert or a clinician or someone who has the facts. I'm, I'm just a young woman with ADHD talking about it, talking about her experiences. Uh, I'm not positioning myself as an expert in the field. Uh, 
Whereas like I've seen far too many people on TikTok doing this. Um, and of course they think it's harmless, but basically videos, I hate the word gaslighting, but basically almost convincing people into thinking that they have a disorder like ADHD because they're antisocial, because they rub their feet together at night or because they like the color pink. Like, has anyone seen that video of that? I'm not going to give names because also I don't remember of 10 signs or three signs you might be bisexual. And I don't know if it was satire, but it's like, you like to eat a lot. You like the color pink. It's like, okay. Um, it's like, 10 ways to show that you're a human. You like water. Like, it's just stupid. Like they're dumb. They're the, it's, it's not appropriate. And I know that this might be a controversial thing to bring up because they're controversial. This is the only TikTok creator I'm going to bring up. Uh, there's this person called Dr. Inna. She's a TikToker. She's, you would have to look it up. I'll put it in the description exactly what she is, but I believe she's a psychologist or a psychiatrist and like she's a lecturer. She's credited um, and she studies behaviorism, I think. And she actually speaks out against these videos and responds to them. And she actually explains how dangerous it is to make videos like that because not only are they not peer reviewed and not based in fact, but they also then start to like get into people's heads and that's not healthy. Like she'll respond to videos being like 10 signs that you were abused as a child and you just don't remember it or 10 signs you have trauma. And like one of them is you rub your feet at night. I do that um, and there's no trauma. Another one was if you feel like you have to over-explain and it's like, no, I over-explain because I'm ADHD. Like they're just, they're really inappropriate videos. And you might think, oh, but Lucy, like who actually like believes in them? They're not a thing. These videos are a big part of the algorithm. They might be not part of yours because you're not ADHD or you don't go on ADHD TikTok. But if you go onto ADHD and mental health TikTok, these videos are the bulk. And while they may not be as clickbaity and 10 signs you're ADHD, but there's those videos where it's like, oh, the way I knew I was ADHD and you might be too, they're more subtle. And that's where it is dangerous. It's not good. The only person who can tell you what you are or what you might be feeling is you and a professional, not a random video on TikTok and from some random person who by all means might be all well-meaning and just trying to help, but they're not qualified. And I would be hard pressed to find a neuropsych or a psychiatrist making videos on TikTok, like in their office being like, here are 10 signs, you're ADHD. And I know this because I'm a doctor. Like that just wouldn't, that's just not appropriate. You don't do that. And I think the whole idea of ADHD being accessible on social media is kind of scary because I feel like, and this is where I might be generalizing and maybe I'm just referring to my circle of people, but I feel like a lot of people, several people get their facts from TikTok. And I just hear too often like, well, I knew I was ADHD when I saw this TikTok or I'm vocal stimming from this TikTok. I vocal stim now because of TikTok or da, da, da. And like, obviously I'm not bagging people who are like, oh my God, I saw a video on TikTok. It spoke to me. And then I went and got a diagnosis and it turned out to be true. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like, not even basing your whole personality on TikTok, but getting your sort of neurodiverse dose from your, yeah, these, these parasocial relationships. It's just, 
really worrying and like getting your ADHD quirks based off of videos is really concerning. And like when people like refer to their ADHD diagnosis using TikTok phrases, and maybe I'm, you might be like, oh, you're a boomer. You don't, don't get it. It's just all in good fun. But it does show that it is becoming a part of everyday conversation, everyday life. And of course, that's inevitable with social media. It changes conversation. It changes language. It changes attitudes and behaviors, of course. But just because it's part of life doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay attention to it and see that it might be part of a larger issue. I feel like ADHD TikTok is almost an extension of WebMD. And like when you watch those ADHD TikToks, it's almost like when you go on WebMD and you diagnose yourself with some terrible illness, like Let's be honest, how many of us have had a sharp pain in their chest or a lump in their armpit or their periods come early or something doesn't look right in your knickers and you've gone straight to WebMD and you've been like, right, I have stage five, you know, breast cancer or ovarian cancer. Like we we have done that. But for the most part, unless you're a severe hypochondriac, it stops there. Like then you go, okay, I'm going to go to the doctor and like, it's fine. I just have this or that. Whereas with TikTok, like people don't have that recourse. They sort of keep going. They go further down the rabbit hole and they don't sort of stop and go, hang on. I could just be reading into this a bit too much like a horoscope. And if I really do think I'm ADHD, I will take steps to discover that not using TikTok, but people get stuck. Like it becomes a rabbit hole. And even I have been there where I'm like, all these people are quoting all these ADHD symptoms that I don't experience. Am I ADHD enough? Am I not really ADHD? Have I grown out of it? Maybe I'm ADD. Maybe I'm autistic and that's not good. We shouldn't do that. We have to stop representing ADHD as this one thing. It is a spectrum. That's why on the Lucy pod, I always say I experience this or some ADHDs may experience this because when you say in general they do, people feel left out and it doesn't account for the fact that ADHD is a spectrum. I know we hate hearing that. We roll our eyes like, oh, spectrum and nuance, but it's true. I can safely tell you that My ADHD friends that I've had on this podcast are completely different to me. Sure, we share some things, but they experience ADHD differently for a number of reasons. Their personality, when they were diagnosed, what sort of treatment they're receiving, the ability that they have to manage it. It is a spectrum, even within me. I, some days, am less ADHD or more ADHD. My ADHD was very different when I was younger. As I've become older, it's changed. So TikTok really doesn't account for that. And you can't really blame it because TikTok and most social media, you know, apps, they're sort of done in a way that's sort of meant to be consumed in like rapid quick fights, like a go, go, go bite size. So it is kind of hard to capture nuance. But if we know that, Maybe we should stop trying to. Like if we know that TikTok is not a really great platform to talk about a lot of things and you have to do constant follow-up videos and constant re-explanation videos, maybe we should go, huh, maybe I just shouldn't talk about this and maybe I shouldn't make really like outlandish videos saying that, hey, 
if you wrap your feet together at night and sing a lot, you could be ADHD. Like maybe we should stop making those videos. If you have to have all these caveats and all these warnings, maybe it's not good. I don't know. Maybe it's just not good. And I would actually what would like to see a study done or a survey of how it's impacted ADHD is. And sure, in general conversation and anecdotally, you can reference TikTok to talk about ADHD, but to base a very well-researched and very sort of scientifically based condition uh, and base it on social media, I don't know. I just don't think it's a good idea. I think turning it into this sort of like, now everyone can talk about it and we can all do it. I just, I don't know. And obviously like free speech and whatever, but I think the issue with TikTok, which is social media, is that the great thing is everyone has a voice and the terrible thing is that everyone has a voice. Uh, the next part of this episode, I want to explore sort of the whole, well, I've already kind of touched on it, but the sort of whole, am I ADHD aspect, the sort of self-doubt. Uh, if you are ADHD, and you sometimes find yourself watching TikToks or Reels or whatever, and they kind of make you go, hmm, I mustn't be. Quit it right now. Stop. Turn it off. Delete it. You don't need to have that. Being ADHD is already a lot in our brains. It's already complicated enough. You do not need some random Gen Zer. I'm a Gen Z. I don't know why I'm bagging them, but some random like youngin on TikTok trying to gaslight you with your diagnosis. You just don't need that. It's not a nice feeling. Um, It's not appropriate. And I actually think in a way it trivializes ADHD and it reduces ADHD to symptoms. Like saying if you rub your feet together or you go quiet when you don't know people is ADHD, it really makes... ADHD just seem like a couple of symptoms and it doesn't account for how much ADHD is related to just like your brain, even your internal processes, not even the way you express yourself outwardly. It's very internal. It doesn't account for the severity and seriousness of ADHD because like as much as I'm very happy and proud to be ADHD, it's not like, like it's not I'm not saying it's not fun for me, but like it's not something to sort of dick around about. Like, of course, you have to be able to laugh about things and trivialize things. And I'm sure people who struggle with mental health issues have to sometimes make fun of themselves, make jokes, because if we don't laugh, we cry. But like reducing even like depression down to a set of like, really sort of general actions is just not okay Um, because it's serious. Like it's a disorder. Like as much as I I love being ADHD, it is like it's a disorder. It is a thing that can cause and does cause issues for many people. And it's just not okay to put out information like that. And you can say, well, People have to, you know, do their, you know, discretion and due diligence, but you do too. Like you also have to. And if you know that you've got like young, vulnerable people, because people with ADHD are vulnerable, not in like a childish way, but like 
just vulnerable in general. We're all vulnerable as human beings. You owe it to them to not talk bull and not make wild assumptions when you have no qualifications. And being ADHD doesn't mean you're qualified in ADHD. It means you're qualified in your particular ADHD. Like that argument of, well, because I'm ADHD, I can talk about it. Yeah, but to a certain extent, like you can't diagnose someone with ADHD. Like, sure, do I have an ADHD radar? Of course. I can sometimes pick up on people who I think could be ADHD, but that's pretty abstract and like it's not a thing. Like you can't do that. You you can't put that content out. You have to be a bit more conscious of what you're doing. And I don't think that people are. And I don't think that this indifference is malicious, but indifference is dangerous. Because while you're being indifferent, people are really hanging on to every word. And a lot of these creators have fostered parasocial relationships. So a lot of the people viewing them trust it. They're like, you know, you're my best friends. I'm going to share what helped my ADHD and why you might be too. I love you guys so much. You bring me so much joy. We're like a family. Like you, you tug on our heartstrings. So of course, younger people are going to watch your videos and be like, oh, like they must be telling the truth. Oh, and they're sponsored by this person and da, 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 da. Like, of course. And a lot of creators know this and they'll keep doing this. Why? Because they get paid. But that's a whole nother thing. And to be honest, the more I talk about this, the more I think I should have another podcast where I talk about like social media and sort of pop culture issues. But that's a lot of work. And I feel like it's done a lot anyway, but I don't know. Anyway, let's get back to it and sort of wrap it up. I Again, I'm just going to say, I don't like the way ADHD is represented and discussed on TikTok. I think it is doing more harm than good. Uh, I don't like the way it's discussed on Reddit. I don't like the way it's shown on TV. I don't like it, but I just really don't like the way it's shown on TikTok. And the reason I'm targeting TikTok is because it is so popular and influential. You think it isn't? It is. Even if you're one of those people who's like, I never got the hype about TikTok. Good for you. Really, like, good for you. It's better for you. Um, it is so part of our lives. It's become such a huge thing. And if it's not TikTok, it's Instagram Reels. And if it's not Instagram Reels, it's YouTube Shorts. If it's not that, it's Facebook Shorts. So I just think we need to have this conversation, keep it in mind when we are consuming ADHD TikTok. And, of course, like, continue on, do what you need to do. But maybe now that you've listened to this and you've sort of examined your own biases and your own sort of issues and things that you do because you'll do things and convince ourselves of things, you might look at these TikToks with a different lens. And I don't mean that you have to hate them or comment on these people's videos and say, you're terrible. But now when you watch it, maybe you are just watching it for entertainment. You're not trying to get anything else out of it. Um, And that's fine. Like if you purely like use TikTok for fun, like recipes, dog videos, fashion videos, and it's just for you to have fun, that's great. Same with the ADHD. But I don't think it can do that because our brains are wired to invest more in it. That's just a fact. We get invested. We get interested. That's how they hook us. That's why people re-download the app. That's why people download the app. That's why they keep it. It's why they start an account. So I think that's all I want to say. 
I also would love it if any of you disagree or agree or aren't sure to message me or leave a comment on this podcast post and tell me what you think. Do you like the way ADHD is discussed on TikTok and the way it is represented? Do you think there's an issue? Should we just not care because we're going to die anyway? I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I think this is really important because, again, it's a spectrum. So hearing from other people on this is vital. We can get a variety of views. So I would I'd love to hear from you guys. What do we think? And with that, I'm going to bid you adieu. Wish you all a happy Easter, even though this episode might come out after Easter, but it's during it's the lead up to Easter. Have a happy Easter, a great, good, amazing, good Friday. Enjoy the chocolates, drink lots of wine, spend time with your family and enjoy the day off. Uh, And yeah, bye. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Don't forget the special offer to the Lucy Pod listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash the Lucy Pod. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com, the Lucy Pod.